good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. And welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm Kieran Mack. Today is Monday, the 7th of March, 2022. And we'll start off with the nationwide daily COVID report. The country registered 21,881 new COVID-19 cases and 59 more fatalities during the previous 24 hours the Public Health Ministry announced on Sunday morning. Now this compared with the 22,818 new cases and 52 coronavirus-related fatalities reported on Saturday morning. Daily deaths exceeded the 50 mark for the third consecutive day. The country reported 54 deaths on Friday, 52 on Saturday, the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration data showed. Now, as we said, 21,881 confirmed cases with approximately 31,400 probable cases that were discovered by ATK testing. 134 cases were from abroad and 87 from prisons. There are now 75,469 people currently in hospitals, there are 1,145 people in ICU and 366 people on ventilators. Now Chambari Public Health Office reported 883 confirmed cases, now that's down approximately 500 from yesterday. There are 2,189 probable cases and there were 3 deaths. Most confirmed cases are in Chambury City, 194, Sirachan, 263, and Patia with 212. There are also 29,216 patients in care. And finally, the Phuket Health Office reported 667 confirmed cases and 686 probable cases on the island. Out of the confirmed cases, 612 are local and 55 are from international travellers. There were three deaths. And there are now 7,258 people in care on the island. And we'll start off with the first story of the day. Prime Minister orders government agencies on alert to cope with tropical storms. Prime Minister Prayat Chanacha has ordered all government agencies to ready emergency relief measures to cope with storms set to hit the country from today until tomorrow, March 8th. Priot is concerned for the safety of people in the lower northeast, central region and east, government spokesman Tanakorn Wampunkanchana said. The Prime Minister wanted people to avoid open spaces, large trees, billboards and unstable structures during the storms, Tanakorn said. Priot also warned farmers to defend their crops against storm damage, he added. Government agencies were also ordered to issue warnings that give people time to protect themselves from the extreme weather. Meanwhile, local administrations were instructed to check and secure billboards, buildings and large trees ahead of the coming storms. Separately, the Prime Minister was informed that Narituat was now free of floods and the situation had returned to normal, Tanakorn said. He said officials in the southern province were speeding up efforts to survey damage, repair houses and clean up now that the floods have all subsided. And moving along, former Thai Prime Minister says it's time for the young generation to take the helm. Thailand former Prime Minister Anand Panyarachun said that it is about time for the older generation of Thais to step aside and allow the new generation to take the helm of the country. 
He also said that although he has no problem with the Les Majeste law per se, it should be amended. In his interview with a YouTube channel, Anand said that an old man like him is fully aware that his time is over and that he should now sit on the sidelines occasionally commenting when it's justified. The new generation of Thais, whatever their age, should take the helm of the country with new ideas as the old ideas have no place under the present circumstances. Asked about some of the older generation who view calls by young Thais for reform of the monarchy as too radical, the ex-prime minister said that the reformists may have over-fantasized and indulged in rhetoric which is nothing unusual but needs to be understandable. He suggested talks be held to reach compromise between the opposing camps on the monarchy issue. He said that if both sides do not talk and continue to blame each other, there is no way that the issue can be settled peacefully, adding that the older generation and those in power must occasionally give a bit, 60-40, not 50-50. Regarding the conflict over the Les Majeste law, he noted that in some monarchies a Les Majeste law remains on the statute, but it is treated as a civil, not a criminal offence, adding that in some countries such a law while on the statute, has never been used against their citizens. He said that the law must specify clearly who or which entity has the right or authority to file less majestic complaints, not just anyone, as has been the practice here in Thailand, where anyone has the right to file a complaint with the police, who are largely obliged to forward the case to the prosecutors. He also said that the law should specify the person or people responsible for filing a less majest charge, which may be the Prime Minister, the Interior Minister or the Justice Minister, but the legal proceedings must not involve the monarchy. Asked about Prime Minister Praya Chanacha almost eight years in the office, he declined to comment directly, but pointed out that in some countries their Prime Minister or Ministers readily resign if they come under heavy public criticism or are the subject of a serious allegation. And next up, COVID may turn endemic disease in Thailand by early July, says the Ministry. The Public Health Ministry reckons the COVID-19 situation will improve enough to be considered an endemic disease by early July, the government spokesman said on Sunday. Tanakorn Wambukanchana said that in its latest report to Prime Minister Prayachana Cha, the ministry said the pandemic situation is continuing to improve, so its status should be changed to endemic by mid this year. The spokesman also quoted Pryat as saying that the pandemic situation in Thailand has stabilised thanks to the government's vaccine rollout and good public health care. He said the Premier also thanked the public for having faith in his government, adding that though the number of new cases is still high, it has started slowing down. On Sunday, Thailand logged 21,881 new COVID-19 cases, which had dipped from 22,818 new cases reported on Saturday morning. Earlier, Dr. Sumani Wacharasin, the Center for COVID-19 Situation Administration Assistant spokesperson, said Spain, India and China, along with the state of California in the US, are getting ready to treat COVID-19 as endemic disease. Once declared an endemic, people can return to leading their lives as normal, she said. Before announcing it as endemic disease, the Public Health Ministry has joined universities and other government agencies to study eight areas that were COVID hotspots and 44 other areas where there were fewer infections. The goal of the study was to see if the country is ready to deal with the disease being declared endemic. Sumini said the study came up with the following conclusions. 1. Thailand had successfully dealt with the pandemic due to good leadership 
good management, good human resources, a good supply of medicines and medical facilities, a good supply of vaccines, good operations and good participation of all sectors. So that's all good for everything. The government did very well, according to themselves. Several countries, including Thailand, believe the pandemic is ending because new variants are less dangerous. Also, the rate of infection in Thailand is slowing down and should improve enough to enter the endemic stage by July. Number three, Thailand's medical services, disease control measures, medical personnel, medications and hospital beds are ready for patients with severe symptoms. COVID-19 patients with mild or no symptoms are now being treated as outpatients who can recover at home. Fourth, apart from ensuring a sufficient supply of medication and vaccines, the government is also supporting the local production of medication and vaccines for future pandemics. And finally, five, the government should speed up PR campaigns via social media to reach all groups so they can learn to protect themselves once COVID-19 is named an endemic disease. Well, this is following a story we brought to you last week in terms of their outlook for endemic. They spoke about August, but July is even better. I think a lot of people has been kind of hoping this would happen, and it does seem they have a roadmap to declaring COVID endemic in the country. As the spokesperson has said, endemic would mean a return to our normal lives. So that would mean no more social distancing, no more masks, no more restrictions within the country, and also hopefully no more restrictions coming into the country. I think a lot of public relations work will be necessary and need to be done to educate people on the declaration of endemic, what that means for society and trying to move them away from what we've been doing for the last two years, which has kind of become a normal here in the country. So yes, I think there's a lot of work to do. I think there's a lot of educating to do. And hopefully the government will do a good job in kind of getting the message out there. But of course, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll bring you up to date. I'd love to know what you guys think about it. Now, wherever you live in the world, what is the status of COVID where you are? Is there talk about it being endemic? Are they still treating it as a major disease? I'd love to know what's going on in your part of the world and please do leave it all down below in the comment section and of course heading into the next story which is about Russia and the sanctions that have been placed on Russia are certainly starting to affect the Russians currently on holiday here or ones thinking of coming here so hotels in Thailand's Phuket and Krabi have stopped accepting credit cards from Russian tourists. Hotels and resorts in Thailand's provinces of Phuket and Krabi have stopped accepting credit cards from Russian tourists after many of them find themselves unable to pay credit card bills following the exclusion of seven of Russia's major banks from the SWIFT financial global messaging system. A senior executive of the Melia Hotel Group said that several hotels on Phuket have been trying to consult with the Bank of Thailand about this problem and ways to accept payments from their Russian clients. He also said that about 15% of advanced bookings made by Russian tourists have been cancelled since Europe and the United States imposed the hardest ever sanctions on Russia in response to the invasion of Ukraine. Another executive of a resort on PP Island in Krabi province said that they now only accept cash from Russian tourists. Similar problems are being experienced by hotels in other provinces, including Bangkok. Russian tourists prefer to visit coastal provinces in Thailand, especially Phuket, Samui and Krabi during March and April, most of them staying for 7 to 21 days. 
Usually an average of 700 Russians arrive in Thailand every day under the Test and Go program, but this has dropped to fewer than 400 since the beginning of this month. Since November 1st, when Thailand reopened its doors to tourists with the Thailand Pass, under the Test and Go and Sandbox programs, more than 63,000 Russians had arrived in the country, generating about 4.1 million baht in revenue. So there definitely is problems around the world for Russians and in particular ones who are definitely coming here on holidays. I note that Visa and MasterCard now has suspended all services within Russia so the chances of any of their credit cards working are practically zero now. So it'll definitely become a cash economy for Russians coming to Thailand if they do wish to come here. Now they may have issues also flying here because I believe they've been removed from some of the air booking systems that are out there so that also may cause some problems in it. I mean, this is in response to their invasion of Ukraine and what's going on there. I'm not going to get into the politics of it today, but we definitely something we'll discuss in the show during the week. And we'll talk more about that as we go on. But I think as a Russian that may be thinking of traveling to Thailand, if you are coming, make sure the suitcases are loaded up with cash because more than likely your credit cards will not be accepted here in Thailand. And also following a story that we brought to you a few weeks ago, PayPal wins reprieve from local regulators. PayPal has won a reprieve from local regulators and said it will be business as usual for existing customers of its consumer and business services until the end of the year. By then, the international payment company hopes to be in full compliance with local regulations as it completes the transfer of its business to PayPal Thailand. Earlier, the company had said it would have to suspend PayPal account services for consumers on March 7th, while the accounts of freelancers, small-scale entrepreneurs and casual online sellers would have limited functionality. With the support of the Thai authorities, we have now been able to keep existing PayPal accounts open for consumers and freelance casual sellers and cancel the account limitations which were scheduled to take effect on March 7, 2022, the company said in an email to customers this week. This extended functionality will remain in effect while we continue to work on updating our products and processes. The limitations announced earlier had been a major concern for thousands of small-scale online sellers who had customers outside of Thailand. It was believed that they would have to re-register as juristic persons to use PayPal's international money transfer service. This is no longer the case, the company said, and they can continue to use their existing accounts with full functionality while it works on compliance details with the Bank of Thailand. However, the company said it would be unable to accept new accounts until further notice. The company said it would soon post an updated facts page on its website to explain procedures for all types of account holders. And finally, the Phuket and Nationwide News Daily Report. Russian Embassy warns outsiders not to volunteer to fight in Ukraine. The Russian Embassy in Bangkok has warned outsiders, including Thais, not to volunteer to fight against Russian forces in Ukraine, saying that they will be regarded as mercenaries and will not be protected or treated as prisoners of war in accordance with the international human rights law if they are captured. Don't take Favi Prevere without prescription, Phuket Hospital warns. Mission Hospital Phuket warned people against self-treatment with Favi Prevere, citing safety reasons. Busy day for Phuket Airport in March. Phuket International Airport has released its full schedule for March 2022, yet the closure of Russian airspace and war-related sanctions can lead to huge disruptions of international flights. And finally, Phuket Immigration gives Russian extension of stay. 
the Russian consulate in Phuket has announced that Russian nationals seeking to stay in Phuket for the immediate future will be granted a one-month extension to stay by Phuket Immigration. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.